0: Great expectations as part of the Earth Two network of podcasts. Episode Six Wolverine Number Seventy Five through Ninety. With Super Boo, Don Cardenas. Welcome to episode six of the Great Expectations podcast. This is Jerry. Sean, good job, Sean. And tonight we are here with our very special friend with privileges, Don Cardenas. Hello. (laughs) Don, I I can't help myself. (laughs) Came
1: right out.
0: Oh my god. Oh Oh, God! How did I say it?
1: (laughs) <laughs> it was completely unintentional, I, I think swear to You probably pronounced the last name wrong too. You got the Dawn part. I caught. got it right. Sons right. of bitches.
0: And tonight we are here with special guest Don Cardenas. Uh, Don is a really, really great up and coming artist. And you can see his work. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry, Don. Sean like... thinks that's... He's no, saying no, no, no. it very earnestly. I, I appreciate should, it. I, I, <laughs> I was about to
0: say it unearnestly, and I went a little over you the top. He sounded like his mom. Like,
2: you don't My have to, Donnie you. is so
0: nice. <laughs> He's such a talented boy. This is all staying in. My mother wouldn't so, say that. Normally, I would tell you at the end of the episode to go check out Don's stuff, but you're just going to be sitting there listening to us anyway, so you should do it while the show is going. Go see his stuff at www.doncardenasart.com dot store dot com and buy some shit alright so now we're into the episode we can actually talk about X-Men stuff are we ready I guess that's what I like to hear Sean great podcasting he's nodding <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yes this is going to be the best episode of all time really
1: I you
2: guys just got it together it's pretty amazing
1: I'm going to hop on a train by
0: the end of the night <sighs> To Chicago? Yeah. Wait, I mean, location unknown? We don't know where Don lives. You don't know you can where- You go
2: they... to Chicago, I'm not gonna be there.
0: Oh, that's it's right. Fine. <laughs> so. I forgot. I always think of you as Chicago. That's not even the right state. Well, I work in Chicago. You're, you're in so. Florida. What? I don't- I'm throwing everybody off the trail.
1: I'm just vamping, man.
0: I'm disappointed that you started Wolverine
1: 75. I was hoping that you'd start- I- I went back and even read Wolverine 74. Cause when I was a little kid, that issue. It got me. Right. Like, there was a sentinel that had feelings. Oh, destroy it. Yeah. No. gotta destroy it.
2: All right, just... I'm just gonna hang up then, if this is how this is gonna go. You,
0: you know who would destroy that? No. Who would destroy yeah. sentinel with feelings now? Dennis Hopeless? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> is that a
2: spoiler? You're gonna say that a lot right now.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, so, Don... Now that we've got you here, uh we could spend an hour talking about how much we love you and how great you are on Twitter. I nodded again, Don, just so you know. He in <laughs> the uh and we could talk about how you are on Twitter at Don Cardenas Art and that everybody could follow you there. Um but instead let's talk about how you came to comics when you came to comics and how you made your way to the X-Men.
2: Well like most I was I was going. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There was a
1: pause.
2: Oh Christ McDay. Um like most people, I had older brothers who had who had comic collections and uh the first comics I actually remember reading were these small digest sized master works of uh amazing Spider Man. I I found them on eBay, I was looking for them not too long ago, but uh yeah, they're just you know, little collections. And uh it had the first, I want to say, 20-some-odd issues on there. And I devoured those things. And then eventually I found did out no what my issue. older... What's that? Oh, yeah, Ditko. Oh, okay. All Ditko. It didn't get to the Ramita stuff yet. And then uh I found out my uh, older brother had a couple dresser drawers full of old comics. And when I he would leave, I would sneak was... in and get my grubby little paws all over those. And one of the first things I started reading was Secret Wars, oh, sweet. And, which you know because it's so accessible. And uh upon reading Secret Wars, I, I came across the X Men, and more particularly Wolverine. So I'm like, I like this guy. He's small and angry, and I, I really feel for this guy. And you know, obviously the Black Spider Man suit and all that—it's mm-hmm. it, it was pretty mind blowing for for me at that time. And then, uh, from there, I found out that, uh, they had the, uh, Kitty Pride and Wolverine miniseries. Oh, yeah. So, that, that was- That was
0: one of the first X-Men stories you read?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I knew, yeah, all I knew of Kitty Pride was, was, I think of, I don't remember if she was mentioned too much in Secret Wars, other uh, than Colossus saying, oh no, I can't. Oh, right. But, but uh. And then he was like, oh, But then, like, yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes yeah, i can but... johnny storm
2: <laughs> i found it surprising that they that my brother had the kitty pride and wolverine miniseries but not the frank miller wolverine miniseries well now how old is your brother uh the brother whose comics he's belonged to he is about fifty-one, fifty-two now oh okay so, so you probably it's it a pretty large it's a pretty large gap my uh i have four four older brothers and uh Two of them are from a different father who passed away. And then about hey. 10 years later, my mother got the Mexican fever, met my dad, and uh, you can fun. laugh, Jerry. It's fine. It's fine.
0: Oh, I'm glad she did. It
2: <laughs> so, was you. Uh, yeah, so then I got my other two older brothers, and they were safekeeping the comics, which means not very well. And I was reading them every time they left the room.
0: That's right. So. Hey, I got my start the same way.
2: Yeah. And then shortly thereafter, uh, the uh, X Men cartoon started. So from there, it just kind of spiraled out of control. I mean, the first comic I remember buying with my own money was Secret Defenders number
1: one.
2: Ooh. Because I I had Wolverine on the cover. And I was so disappointed after Secret Defenders number three that Wolverine wasn't part of that series. (laughs) (laughs) Sucker. I remember distinctly. I, I it was at a it was at a pharmacy that um, I would walk with to with my grandmother, and I had my allowance, and I convinced her to let me buy it. And the guy at the counter was like, "Oh, it's a collector's edition. And it has the shiny cover." And you know, being a stupid kid, I'm like, "Oh, it does. It's so awesome." So, we're
1: so still i stu- have it, that you know? done. <laughs> As I hold my, I, my I'm, Wolverine My Wolverine kids are going go to
2: college on Secret Defenders number one. Mark my words. Someday. Someday.
0: When you have kids, it's going to happen. I got a feeling.
2: It's, it's my cat the college.
1: <laughs> <It's> cat <laughs> Hey, cat college is growing.
2: You'll it see. Is. It's a lucrative business.
1: So, Secret yeah. Defenders number one, huh? Yeah. I demand that after we're done recording, you go back and read that so you can feel how dirty I feel after doing this, Don. Yeah, well, I've, we read it, get to I've it?
2: actually read it a few, uh, about within the past year or so I've reread it, so. Oof. So I guess... But I, I, I'm not ashamed of my, my level of things though, Sean.
1: I'm not ashamed just either. Just open
2: up your heart a little bit and just let I it... Just, in. It's fine. It doesn't have to be perfect. Here.
0: So knowing that uh, you started from Secret Defenders, it, I understand a little bit better why when we approached you about Coming on the show and choosing a storyline to talk about, you would choose what you did choose, which was, uh, Wolverine, issues 75 to 90, which, uh, coming from Secret Defenders number one probably seemed like the best storyline of all time.
2: Well, so the first, the first Wolverine comics I bought were the, uh, I think it was 66. Wolverine okay. number 66 with, uh, cool. with some text art.
0: Oh, right. and, that,
2: and that whole, I don't know if you guys remember that arc, but I didn't understand a damn thing that was going on, but I stuck with it because it was Wolverine.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But then before you know it, we're in the Savage Land, and you had some pretty good Dwayne Turner art on there, and some and? horrible, horrible sentinel story that Sean seems to be hopelessly in love with.
1: I fucking love stories about sentimental robots. <laughs> Reminds me of my dad. <laughs> Show me love, robot. Oh, that's sick, but true.
2: No, I picked uh, I picked a uh, Wolverine seventy-five through ninety because that was the bulk time period for when I just really fell into comics and started buying every week and just increasing that pool list and getting everything that I can get my hands on, and I really just have fond memories of this i i will bury the lead a little bit and say some of the issues aren't that great but there was a lot of stuff in here i really love about comics and a lot of stuff that i think still influences me today which may be good or bad depending on your opinion but (laughs) it is definitely uh it is definitely a, a time period i remember quite fondly
0: fair enough and we should throw out the caveat that this wasn't your first choice Stagnant no. snatched up your first choice. Kind of Age of Apocalypse. Or at least a separate storyline in Age of Apocalypse, and for some reason we decided we couldn't go back to the well. Because we covered it so thoroughly two we episodes did. ago.
1: We'll never go back again. <laughs> we'll never go back again.
0: So here we are at Wolverine. And um, Well, where do we begin, guys? <laughs> issue seventy five was the first issue
1: in the run. Seventy five. Looking back on it now, holy shit. It's like when I would play with my action figures. And, you know, plane falling out of the sky and it would last four hours or however long I was playing. How did that plane stay in the air, Don? (laughs) It fell for the entire issue.
2: No, it fell for like the first half of the issue.
1: Oh, that's right, because towards the end they had him go into the danger room. Oh, well... Is this a double size issue? Test history. 75,
2: <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. How many yeah, pages for, are uh, Roughly 20-some-odd pages. pages of the plane falling. That
1: is and riveting. It's a naked Ileana. Ooh.
0: Now, you can't really complain about that, except she's completely in shadow. So I, I hope,
2: My I favorite thing
1: about that. this podcast so far has not... You know, she's, you know
2: she's still underage in this issue,
1: guys? You know that. I know, but that's my favorite part about it. Um, I think in every episode that we've done of this... <laughs> like, Jerry has picked some character and been like, I had a crush on that character. Like, why is it in the Mutant Massacre one? you pick some obscure character that showed up for one issue oh, and yeah. died and you were like, that yeah. chick was hot? She was hot. You didn't well, even what read it.
0: You? Well, she was hot while she was... She's probably hot in the ground. You're an,
1: I'm going to tell your wife you're uncommitted. I stuck <sighs> with Jean Grey my entire life. I'm sticking with her wife. Not even Cyclops can say that. <laughs> exactly, that
2: Ooh.
0: bastard... No, he's, he's had his wick dipped in several
1: candles. He's, uh, he's doing the world travel experience.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well guys, guys, uh, if you would like, I would like to very much talk about Wolverine and not Cyclops' penis. So, I think we should probably- Sure, okay, let's talk about Wolverine's penis. Go! Alright. What
0: do you think it's shaped like? Uh, I think he has three of them and they are all
1: bone. Am I close?
2: It's pretty amazing if it is.
1: I'm a little disappointed that that, that there wasn't a Larry Hama line of dialogue in this issue where he was like, (laughs) that still works. Everything else,
0: (laughs) (laughs) not so much. Okay, so the significance of issue 75, which is the starting point of of this run, is that this is where we first discover that Wolverine, who heretofore was believed to have bionic claws that were given to him by the Weapon X program, in reality had bone claws in his forearms all along, and that the adamantium was bonded to these bone claws. And he pops them for the first time. And it's an agonizing experience. Uh, he writhes in pain in a way we've never seen him do before. That's all I have to say about this issue.
2: <laughs> it's significant for something else too. It's the first time Adam Kubert is drawing Wolverine.
0: Ah, excellent point.
2: And I will say flat out, with Mark Silvestri being an extremely close second, Adam Kubert is my favorite Wolverine artist of all time. So much so that I can't, I can't draw the character myself because it doesn't look like Adam Kubert drew it. So therefore, I hate it
1: when I do it. I gotta got to set down on that one.
0: Really? Because now this you guys been... are talking about Adam Kubert.
1: Now. No, because when I think about Wolverine, I go back to this time period too, because it's my first introduction. Okay. I got you, Don. I'm gonna. We're gonna be fighting by the end of this, but right now, you and I fist bump <laughs> through the internet. But I mean,
2: I will say the the most recent astonishing Spider-Man Wolverine miniseries was the best work I've seen him do on the character. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But this was definitely my introduction to his art period, and I just my brother and I would get in fights about who was the better Cubert brother <laughs> because he was he would buy uh my brother would buy some some titles I would buy other titles and we would overlap and I would let him read mine and then I would have to like beg for permission to read his because he thought it would just screw him up somehow. But yeah, we would just get into Screaming matches about who the better Cuber brother was, which is really ridiculous, but also very fitting. It, it, it was nice being that bright so early on in my life. Andy Kubert's right. amazing. Andy Kubert's amazing though. But if you have to tell me, ask me who's who's the better one in my opinion, it's it's Adam.
0: I will I, freely I, admit that I can never keep them straight. Really,
1: just like Jerry's own children.
2: <sighs> I will yeah. freely
0: admit that's true too, and they're not even the same sex.
2: As much as you tried for that to happen, too. <laughs> Remember those yeah. blog posts you would post? It was just ridiculous.
0: <laughs> those hormone
2: treatments, that's kind of rough to put someone that young through. But, hey, uh what do I care? But no, because uh, I had been reading Wolverine for a while, and of course I was going through the back issues with all the sylvester stuff and the fun little uh, the initial two part that Derek Robinson did. I don't know if you guys remember that one where he cut his hair. He kind of looked like the Terminator.
1: Oh, I, yeah.
2: But when when I saw this, you know, not only was it on the heels of "Oh my God," his adamantium got ripped out. Adam Kubert comes along with these crazy, you know, he's pushing the layouts. He's he's really trying to do something different, especially when Wolverines kind of when they're in his in his mind and they're kind of tripping through mm-hmm. and getting all these weird all this weird imagery and there's a particular image of Magneto in his brain that looks like uh, a Jay Lee drawing, which to me was like, oh my God, he drew it kind of like that and it looks crazy cool. And then it just flips right into, you know, the boneless fleshy sack of rain being thrown around. And he also gets extra points for drawing the crazy eyebrows on Xavier. Oh Yeah. I love that when people would do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the, the hot topic here, obviously, and the point of contention throughout this rest of the show is probably going to be the bone claws. <laughs> now, I understand, Jerry, that you reading X-Men growing up, it was mentioned that they were bionic implants, but I had yes. no prior knowledge of this myself.
0: Well, that's true. Good for you.
2: So, cause they, they kind of stopped mentioning it. I don't know yeah. when, but. You know, when Larry
0: Hama started writing? <laughs> probably.
2: Probably. I don't know. Maybe because you realize it's probably. Yeah, let's just keep it ambiguous as opposed to saying, explaining it outright, but who yeah. knows?
1: You guys are but, both Wolverine experts, aren't you? No. You no, sure? Just,
2: just, just, you uh, guys hey, want to know
1: my secret shame? You so don't know his. You have
2: lots of secret shames and lots of public it, shames. It's kind of hard oh, to keep track. Yeah?
0: Tell I, the internet your secret shame.
1: Uh, I can never.
0: Keep the story of Lady Death Strike straight.
2: <laughs> I don't think I don't think Marvel can either.
0: Yeah, nobody knows. Does anybody know this story? Okay.
2: So. so basically her father created or was instrumental in creating the process to Bonnie the the Adamantium to skeleton.
1: She's Yukio, right?
2: Yes. No, she's Yuriko, Mur-
1: I thought.
2: Shri- Yukio is the
0: She's the Ninja. chick from the Frank Miller. Yeah. Run, okay. The miniseries.
1: Yuriko, Yukio, Mariko, Yashida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was yep. the girl who he was going to marry. That's right. Yep. No relation to Lady Death Strike. I don't think nope. so. Is that? No. no. There you go. X-Men podcast of the year.
0: Bam. You're welcome, everyone. I hope you appreciate so the out. knowledge we just imparted on you.
1: I always get those. There's no way for me to get out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Carry so, on,
2: Don. Okay. So, the, so the best way I can explain my affinity for the bone claws is just reading my experience reading it as is. Cause I was shocked that they ripped out the adamantium. And like everybody else, I'm like, there goes his claws. Right. Cause I didn't know they were bionic implants, mm-hmm. but they were never, they, I knew they were mentioned as not part of his power. Mm -hmm. So lo and behold, and you know, at first I'm like, okay, he's, you know, they, they get back to the mansion. He's healing up. He's going back in the danger room. He knows he doesn't have claws, right? So why is he trying to pop the claws? Which was my, you know, I didn't know why. So I felt like maybe it was like an instinctive thing for him to do. Mm -hmm. And then when he pops the claws and you get that pretty gross image, I, I, I can't tell if that's like supposed to be like chunks of flesh (laughs) that are laying around him. That whole splash page of him kneeling down and screaming. Yeah. But, uh, the, uh, a couple pages later, there's the image of him holding them up when he's explaining it to, to Jubilee that I must have traced that image a thousand times. The butterfly? Yeah. Just the (laughs) butterfly. To hell with the rest of it, but.
0: Yeah, Sean held that up earlier. He was like, "You got to admit, that's really sweet." (laughs) It is. I admit nothing.
2: Nothing. And and for me, it was just such a shock that you know Wolverine, this character that was basically, you know, indestructible to a point, you know, now he's got these bone claws which are almost kind of emasculating, almost because they're they're bone; they can break. You know, he's got his primary weapon and now even that's not even as effective as, as what he used to have and he's gotta wear his, these bandages because the healing factor isn't working right. And,
1: his best friend it, is Jubilee and the bone claws are emasculating
2: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Oh yeah. see a fan fan's gonna start talking shit about emasculating huh <laughs> <laughs> is this, how, this is where we're gonna go down. Alright.
1: Shut All right. you down. So. Sorry, down we're losing you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're going through a tunnel.
2: Goodbye. What? what I think this, this podcast is over. I'm we're just gonna,
0: every time you make a good point, we're just gonna <laughs> dub over it with, I like buttery nipples or something. I don't know what, but nothing. I to
2: like, but... <clears throat> I like See, buttery I was on. nipples. <laughs> you just ruined it, Sean.
1: Sorry. I, I was ruined the
2: perfect thing to do to make a mess of myself more than I am now.
1: Do it again. Say it slow. I
2: do like buttery nipples. There you go. <coughs> Jerry, if you, Jerry, if you don't use it at least once, I'm going to be very disappointed.
0: I'm going to put it on loop for an hour and a half.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. think like you last an hour and a half.
0: So... <laughs> I could. I could. So I get the shock factor, and I'm a hundred percent sure that's why Hama did it. That and well maybe part of it was to give him some claws again. But uh I Jury, get
1: Jerry's about to go science on us and ruin no, comics. I'm
0: not gonna go science. I could go science, but I just think it, the I think if I was reading it for the first time and you, know, you were 11. And I was 11. It'd probably be the coolest thing ever. So I give you that. But I'm not, I wasn't 11. I read it at the age of 39. I <laughs> was 16 years ago. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not that old.
1: I'm not that old. And uh just look at the image of the butterfly again. Yeah, it's really great. It's he wakes a, up a, right at the right moment and grabs Jean Grey. Oh, man. And Cyclops like, Thanks for the save. I'm gonna go bang her now. Yeah. We should probably cut that out.
0: <laughs> uh Comics Code authority would not ever allow them to have sex.
1: Oh, but they let Pete Wisdom deflower Kitty Pride. <gasps> that never happened. Next uh, episode.
0: Yeah, next episode. So yeah, I, I get the shock and awe of the claws popping out in their bone and nobody saw that coming and that's cool and everything but it just seems really the whole thing seems really clunky to me the the way of those would work the fact that they you know if their bone and they were meant to pop out of his skin as a reflex or you know something he could make them do why would they heal over Every time he
1: popped him out, I gotta
2: stop you. I, I, have, a, I have a theory about this, but Sean, go ahead.
1: Is it it's explained? A, at the very end of the issue, as Wolverine's writing his little note to Jubilee and she's reading it, he's getting on his motorcycle to take off, and you see the fucking butterfly fly away. Hama's a genius. It's like a fucking metaphor. Wolverine spreading his wings, going out there, hitting the old dusty trail, gonna figure his life out. Spreading his wings, coming Don't, out of the cocoon. Do, do not wiggle your pelvis coco- like you're riding a
0: motorcycle. <laughs>
1: no one wiggles their pelvis on
0: a motorcycle.
1: I was trying to get you as into this as I am right now, but holy shit, Hama just blew my mind. Forget the backs of the GI Joe cards. This is his masterpiece. Fair enough. I like how you credit.
2: I like how you credit an art touch to the writer. Way to
1: go, Sean. <laughs> Fuck artists.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: just kidding,
2: Don. Yeah, just kidding, Don. So.
1: I, I don't have this, a theory about this, though. Uh, You're okay. right, though, right? Say, what's that?
2: He's yeah.
1: a later artist. Continue, please. Hit me with your theory, I'll stop interrupting. Okay,
2: fine. The, the claws are bionic implants. So. Okay. There is the, but you have to look at the, at the theory that his healing factor has been kept basically not necessarily in check, but it's been diminished from its full capability because it has to fight off the constant adamantium poisoning he has Mm -hmm. from it being bonded to his skin. Mm -hmm. So if the bionic implants were placed where those bone claws should be, you could reason that they never grew back in because those were in that place. Oh. And his healing factor wasn't strong enough to grow them and push them out.
0: Hot damn! You have a future as a writer artist in Marvel. Bless you. You've Addition, thrown me a lifeline. Ooh, additionally, <laughs> I, I like this.
2: Additionally, Daniel Way I think addressed this in the Wolverine Origins series, Did where it? he would pop his claws from time to time and freak out, and they would make him forget he had the claws. So if he's being wiped to think that he doesn't have the claws and they say, oh, they're implants, then he's going to assume they were implants.
1: Way to do your
0: research, Jerry. Okay, but hold on now, because...
2: Those are two separate theories, though. I I prefer my own theory to to the one Daniel Way posited, but... My whole
0: thing is that the whole time he was with the X-Men, I would assume he had some kind of physical that would have involved... Well, maybe not. An X-ray of his skeleton... For some reason. Well,
2: I'm sure they X-rayed his skeleton and like, oh shit, it's all adamantium. That's awesome. Join the team. Yeah,
0: but but like he wouldn't. If they were bionic, it wouldn't just be the blades in his arms. There'd be some. Well, no, it would
2: be like a sheath in there, and I think they've shown that it's like a little housing. Yeah. But additionally, though, how would he? You would think he pops them with his mind, right? It's a mental choice, not just when he makes a fist. Yes. Right. I don't know. So therefore there has to be some sort of connection there to activate that action.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Unless you're gonna tell me, oh, he makes a fist real quick twice like Spider Man and then they shoot up.
0: <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I don't remember that ever being explained. See, that's the thing. Like I don't remember and maybe it was, but I don't remember that being explicitly detailed in a story like the fact that they were bionic i That's bet awful. you there was a
1: yeah. madman style meeting at some point <laughs> they were like some kid's gonna be like explain to me the bionic housing and they were like forget it no kid's gonna ask that it's just comic comic fucking books. funny books yeah, yeah. i'm yeah Probably. fair enough
0: it's just comic books i get that but
2: I, and i do get the the complaint that they don't like they're these thick bony claws and they're not claws like a normal animal would have, which are thinner and smoother and all that. I would agree with you there that they should probably have chosen to depict them differently as opposed to just bony spikes, I guess. I,
1: I only have a problem with the bone claws after they get mashed in one particular issue and then they grow back and they look like crazy straws. Yeah. Well, I, I thought that was
0: kind of cool. Like the fact that they would grow back and be weird looking, but my problem is that now they're like three inches wide because they're all corkscrew shaped and he can still, you know, so they're nine inches wide total, but he can still pull them back into his five inch wide forearm. Yeah. And, and through <laughs> those little nubs on the top of his gloves that, you know, they're three well, times at this part, wider gentlemen, than that. we're
2: gonna, we're gonna get down the rabbit hole and we're gonna start asking why does his hair grow back in that style after it burns off?
0: Yeah, why does it go like that?
2: Cause he's, his DNA is coded to be the most awesome. Yeah, it is. So it just reverts to the most awesome state.
0: I just like that it changes length during the story.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I love Adam Cure, but yeah, he did not, he could not decide on how long he wanted to keep Logan's hair. I think at one point it was...
1: Maybe he's an artist. Probably the size of his torso. And he was like, it's constantly growing and he's constantly cutting it back. Yeah. Yeah. Like a mole
0: trimming its teeth. Those are like mole teeth.
2: Oh, there you go. Bam. Science Scienced.
0: Up. Scienced.
2: Ugh, this is awesome. <laughs> can we talk about the jar can we talk about issue seventy six and the jarring shift from Adam Kubert to Tom Coker?
1: Uh, yeah no shit.
2: <laughs> Let's do it. Now I will say this, um, and I'm speaking uh, full honestly, as a kid i fucking hated this issue because I'm like oh, yeah. who the fuck is this guy drawing this? Why does Wolverine look like this thin gangly what the hell is going on? Where is this Adam Kubert guy I fell in love with so recently? Looking back at it now, I can appreciate Tom Coker cuz I think he's a really good artist. It's just the choice of fill-in artist here was kind of kind of crazy. And I didn't notice until we read this, the amount, or how recent, not recent, how often they would have fill-in artists on Adam Keyword stuff. Mm-hmm. N- now I know it's because he's not a monthly artist. You know, he'll yeah. do stunning well, they... work, but he can't do it monthly. Yeah, at least not. To, That's all the goodness, right? Oh, well, I think so... every artist would love more time.
1: For those people who don't have Issue 76 in front of them, Tom Coker's Wolverine looks exactly like Dwight Yoakam in Sling Blade. I half expect Wolverine to like kick over an amplifier and be like, damn it, we're getting the band back together. Oh, uh, There you go. That's perfect, actually.
2: I, but,
0: uh, I actually like the art in that issue a little bit better.
2: I will say by the end of the issue, he's got a really good handle on Wolverine, and I like it a lot. But, yeah, at the time... You know, when did this issue come out? 94. 94. Jesus
0: Christ, this cover, you guys. What is
1: up with the bean feet?
0: He's got Liefeld
1: feet. Oh, my God. Just Um, wait a couple more issues, and he's got shoulder pads that are bigger than you. (laughs) Oh, when the cable shows up? No, 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 no. no, This is before cable. It was another fill-in issue. What do you mean bigger than me? Is that a fat joke? No. You're being so sensitive. I can't help it. Also, Hubert, would you knock it off with the making Wolverines mutton chops turn into a weird elf beard, (laughs) asshole? (laughs) Cut out the (laughs) elf. Yeah, I'll cut your
2: ass, bro. He is. I will say though that seventy-seven is one of my favorites of the entire uh, run here.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is, is this one where he crashes them, his uh,
2: bike? No, crash? this is the one, this is the one where she, uh, 76 is where he crashes his bike. 77 is where, uh, Deathstrike follows him into the Hudson's home. Oh, right.
0: Okay. So, and, and she comes Just crashing quick recap. Through. 75, a, a plane crashes. Forever. Forever. 76, a bike crashes.
1: Forever. Forever.
0: Forever. And then 77, this is Sean's recaps. Seventy-seven. A refrigerator
1: crashes.
2: <laughs> no, they they crashed through the walls forever.
1: I like how Heather Hudson at the end of this issue is just like, "Oh, it's cool. I needed a remodel, anyways." I'd be like, "Get yeah. the fuck out of my house and don't ever come back." She's a superhero. She's used to that. Yeah, that's how they do it in Canada, man. And I like how Puck was like hiding in the walls like a pervert.
2: <laughs> and yeah. Also, this is Canada. She probably has like Mike Holmes on Speed Dial. She's yeah. going to make that right.
1: <laughs> that, that,
2: that Four people are gonna get that joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm with
2: it. I'm one of Got them. that.
0: I'm embarrassed now. And but I show. get some
2: homes on homes on that. Yeah. I like I like how in the issue uh, Hudson and Puck come running down the stairs. We're gonna help you. She's like breaks the stairs. Like oh oh we're useless now.
1: I just like how his healing <laughs> factor is diminished, but yet he can get like kicked into a refrigerator, punched through some stairs. Yeah. I'm thrown down an entire flight of stairs.
0: I, I, I've been thrown down a flight of stairs. Jerry, this is not the time for you Wolverine. <laughs> Alright. That's true.
1: Guys, Jerry's wife pushes him down the stairs.
2: As yes, she should. It's secret shame. Jerry needs to be taught lessons from now on.
1: I can't tell Mariko and Yukio apart. You're abused at home. Don, <laughs> what's your, your secret, secret shame? shame?
0: <laughs> Oh, I don't have Debuting this. This is our, our newest segment on Great Expectations. <laughs>
1: Secret shame. You the better man,
0: come up with something, or no. we're going to come up with something for you.
1: Dude, he put it all out here. His favorite <laughs> issues are Wolverine 75 through <laughs> <to> 90. <laughs> this I, I man have, has no fear.
2: I, <laughs> I, I think it's pretty obvious I have no shame, guys.
1: Jerry just got up and walked away. He's had enough. I've had enough. <laughs> oh, he's getting another beer. He's really, uh, he's getting a why Logan's character. Why do I make Jerry drink? He's... He's like, I'm going to get me some Natty Ice, some Molson Canadian. Really getting character. I am drinking
2: Labat Blue in Honor of Wolverine.
1: He's smoking a cigar. That's right. Don't hurt me none,
2: darling. <laughs> we both know you're just drinking your stockpile of Zima.
1: <laughs> smeared off ice.
0: <laughs> you know what? There are two smeared off ices in the fridge, and oh, I almost grabbed one. You and me. But I didn't want to get thrown down the stairs again. Oh.
1: You took my-
0: Those are Melissa's. Off. She doesn't put up with that noise.
1: She's like, I'll allow you to hang out with your stupid friend and record your dumb podcast, but don't you touch my spirit. voice. <laughs> what is she- Did you marry a frat boy? <laughs> Maybe. <clears throat> well that was the recap of 77. Sweet! So we're moving on to 78. Why did you- We're say- not doing issue by issue guys, come on. You have oh, times there, with all this awesome. Yes, we do. Guess what happens in 77?
0: Oh, in 77, the margins get shrunk down to the point where there's about five inches of actual image Listen, on the page.
1: This book needed to come out. Somebody needed to buy themselves a yacht.
0: Explain to me why they needed to have
1: two-inch margins.
0: That's on a not, seven-inch
1: explain book. Explain to me how you get from the end of 77 to the beginning of 70. Everything just jumps, dude. I, I, I'm reading one issue, and I'm like, oh, wow, he fought another guy. And then I open up the next issue, and he's like in a fucking airplane with a parachute strapped to him. And he's like, we're going down again. And I'm like, did I pick up 75 again? <laughs>
2: <laughs> wait, wait so Right now, the next issue is 78, and that's where it opens with the fight between him and Blood Scream.
1: He's wearing a bear
2: yeah, awesome.
1: Yeah, so... Is this the first right appearance in the motorcycle with And
2: you know he ate that bear, too.
0: Yeah, he did. Delicious this bear This blood meat. guy. Who is this guy? I don't know him.
2: Well, if you read I, the issue, it explains who he is,
0: Jerry. I did read it. But then I immediately blocked it from my memory. Those falls from the stairs are just affecting your memory so much. Now. <laughs> you don't know the half of it, son. So why don't you tell our listeners who this guy is? He's a freaky looking guy who would
2: have... He's basically a vampire. He's, he was a French uh, sailor who got caught up in a ritual and he's been cursed with having to basically, uh, he's not a traditional vampire, he doesn't actually bite you, but he like still like steals your life essence or whatever and leaves you up like all shriveled and nasty. And he needs the blood of an immortal to return to being a normal human being. And he encountered Wolverine sometime around World War One, And encountered him again about 50 years later. So he's assuming Wolverine's an immortal. And therefore is after him for his sweet, sweet blood. He wants to suck Wolverine dry.
0: So <laughs> people like me who uh, gave up as we entered the 90s and realized that <laughs> Comics were falling into a hellhole they didn't want any part of. Um, but we're into the X-Men before that, might recognize this guy, because he's not the same character, but he looks really familiar. Uh, he's that animator guy from the New Mutants during the fall of the Mutants, the dude that uh, is at least partially involved in the killing of Doug
1: Ramsey. Wait That's who he oh, a, a second. So you're going to bust people's balls for being into comics <laughs> in the 90s, and you're like, well... You might know this reference from fucking Doug Ramsey. Yeah, Doug Ramsey was a real
0: man, I can't not like wait this until Wolverine. Bozo.
1: Generation of fans just dies. Doug Ramsey.
0: Come on, everybody jumped up and down when the dude died, but
2: Jerry, so Jerry, Jerry, I need you to answer a question.
1: Who master cried after?
2: Yes. When color TV came out, how awesome was that?
1: So good,
0: so good.
2: No one cares about Doug Ramsey.
0: I'm not saying they
1: do. Jerry does. No, I'm no, saying no, they no, they no may no have... Cares. I'm going to bring up... On, art. Do you have a Doug on, Ramsey jam piece? On. I do not we have... Move on to, nope,
2: we're moving on to the, one of the best scenes in the issue. Wolverine eating like 20 burgers. It's amazing.
1: Adam <laughs> Cuba draws the hell out of those burgers.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, I'm glad he
0: chose to draw the hell out of something.
1: He does draw the hell out of those burgers, because I, when I read the, the Uncanny X-Men Thanksgiving issue, I noticed that the Korky <laughs> just looked like a giant pile of shit. <laughs>
2: well, that's because so he has a horrible cook,
1: that's all. There's some definition
0: in those burgers. Yeah, I can see that there's more than one there, and that there appears to be... Hey, any problems with those burgers are on the colorist, and not on not on him. Yeah.
2: Well, I th- I noticed that at this one, there's a lot of not all that great coloring and I'm like, why do they keep screwing up his art? I'm like, Oh, maybe because it's like really late <laughs> and they're Russian. <laughs> they're like doing it in the car on the way to the printer. But, uh, yeah, you never think of that stuff unless no, you're right? an artist. No, but you know, Adam Kubert's awesome enough to where it doesn't matter. No, I think actually this, I think this issue might have some shades of digital coloring in it. Hmm. So I think they start making that transition. The the weird thing about this is this issue though is, I like how it opens up with this Wolverine blood scream face off and like all oh, right, and then you flash back and you're building up to it. Then it lasts like two pages.
1: Does he just run over him with the motorcycle?
2: he, uh, he just he just, like, like,
1: just like blows right past him it and it's just and like, see then, like see ya.
2: And, like, and then slices him and it's like oh I, he's probably dead. I'm just gonna keep driving.
1: <laughs> but it shows you that like Larry Hama must have really tapped into the psyche of 11-year-old me cuz he was like I'm going to put Wolverine on a fucking motorcycle. I'm going to Well, that's all we needed. Sword. that's
2: all we fucking needed.
1: Yeah. And you were like, I need Doug Ramsey hey. to sit down and explain this shit to me
0: in a different language. My story wasn't about Doug Ramsey. It was about the dude that killed Doug
2: Ramsey. Oh, even more interesting, Jerry. Really, really helpful here.
0: And that he looks like this lame-ass bloodstank, or whatever his name is. What's his name? Blood Bloods- I think
2: Jerry deserves an award for pointing out Star two characters look the same. Okay, thank you.
0: Let's play that game.
2: Yes, exactly. Uh, who... Should we mention, like, the, like, the most useless character? Probably oh, the entire Wolverine series, being Scylla.
1: Was that the blonde girl? Yeah, who well,
2: basically uh, is just involved in a story to be a meal.
1: Yeah. I would have loved to have been a creator at this time, because you could just, like, see shit on the street. You're like, <laughs> truck! This guy's going to turn into a fucking truck. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to call him Truck Stop. <laughs> Trademark Sean Pigeon. <laughs> Actually, Don, you can have that one. It's going nice. to be when you fucking it's so break is going to be awesome your first gig at marvel is going to be to replace stegman with truck stop <laughs> <laughs>
0: well i will say uh i'm i'm reading rereading the 90s guardians of the galaxy in the first issue, that, is
1: this for your other podcast, you bastard? Yeah, Jerry likes to do this to me. He's a podcast superstar. I'm just a sidekick, and he's like, "Oh, let me tell you about the time that I'm cheating on you, Sean." Don't yeah. have time for you. We got to do this. Jerry just wants. Friends. I'm sorry. Did I interrupt
0: one of your band stories? Oh, My bad. So, so uh, in the first issue, the bad guy in that's name is Taser Face. Oh, that's a- <laughs> <laughs> what. He got it from his five-year-old son. Valentino did.
1: See, I don't want to know <laughs> stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Me like, either. I heard
1: that some of the stuff that was coming up in like FF and Fantastic Four was from like Fraction's kid, and I was just like, I don't know that.
0: Is that true? Yeah. That's why it's the shittiest comic book I've I, ever I'm read. I'm just
1: like, I don't want to know that. Careful. Who's the Carol Core I. My bad. I. Well, I like FF. Can we pause for a second? So that I can tell a Rob LaFelt story and you can cut it out. Yes. Okay. Don't cut this out,
0: Jerry.
1: Have you guys Don't ever cut seen- this th- out. Stinger, this is
0: gonna be at the end.
1: Have you guys ever seen the fucking YouTube- Cause you guys are talking about like, finishing the art on the way to the fucking printer. Have you guys ever seen the YouTube video of that fucking guy penciling while he's driving? Leifeld? Yeah, there's- yeah. He like, no. did these, like- It was like a selfie. Fucking video. Of so him. he's so he's videoing he's, videoing
0: himself with one hand and drawing with. That's why he did it.
1: He did it as a response to people claiming he's not
2: going to keep the deadlines. Exactly. So, he's so he was driving like, on this long road. Apparently, I think he said he was driving to go work at a Starbucks on pages that he's so dedicated. He's inking while driving. Yes. To which
1: everyone's like, "What?" And he did not see the tramp that he was walking into.
0: Yeah, well, he doesn't see much. It's
1: really. Like you, it's like you don't need to
2: do that, buddy. <laughs> you have kids. What are you doing? No one cares about Deathstroke that much.
0: <laughs> Correction: Nobody cares about Deathstroke. Uh, Deadpool's where it's at.
1: That's right. Oh my God, Deadpool! Deathstroke's done right.
0: I don't even. I like Deathstroke when he was named Taskmaster. There, I said it.
1: <laughs> Can oh, we go back snap. to Deathpool thing for a second? Oh. Because issue eighty-eight, out of this, did you read it or did you give up?
0: I tried to get to this one today because people. I got to be honest. I read the first six issues and I just threw the whole pile aside. I couldn't take any more.
1: Pay attention, Jerry. But kids. I got a second when you're win today. To this In the future, Jerry just gives up on stuff. I okay. did. This is probably our. Well, last I'm sure trip. his
2: family is well aware of this. Yeah,
0: we were gonna have another kid, but I just gave up
1: <laughs> midway through. <laughs> <laughs> I had
2: second thoughts. I
1: got Good enough. Yeah,
2: I'm getting all sweaty. I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, you know what? Let's it, just for the sake of that, let's let's jump to 88. Which story wise, eh, okay. Fine. Hold on. Time out. time, yeah,
0: out. time, yeah, out. time no, out, I don't
1: want to jump to 88 yet. I just like...
0: want to say 82. 82 is the one issue I really liked because that had some sweet Farmer inks and some sweet Joe Kubert
1: inks. Oh, and they oh, even yeah. got all fancy with the title of the issue. It and was in a different language. Other
0: than the fact that Wolverine's hair is as big as it has ever been in anything.
2: It's the biggest it gets. Barry Windsor Smith.
0: Night. Nobody draws it bigger than that. Nobody's ever going to draw it bigger than that. Other than that. Hear I think, that, Stegman? It's the best. Bigger. <laughs> He doesn't take he doesn't down Kubert, what we say. I I no. will
2: say this. Uh Mark Farmer over Kubert. It definitely brings out the Alan Davis yeah. qualities.
0: Yeah, there are a like, couple of examples which is very cool. Yeah.
2: I think later on, once Dan Green starts inking Adam Kubert, mm-hmm. I tend to like that more. Yeah. At least I did at the time. Because mm-hmm. I am going to piss some people off here by saying When I was younger, I did not care for Alan Davis at all. But that's mainly because I was young and stupid. And it wasn't cross-hatching. I was wondering what the hell was going on.
0: Yeah. we. The last episode, we talked about Mutant Massacre, and he showed up for the last issue of the Uncanny X-Men on that. And I kind of, as a kid, did a double take when I looked at that, too. Because coming from, from me to Jr., I was like, what is this? But now I look at it and
2: it's amazing.
0: Yeah. So it's okay. You can admit that.
2: Well, I can admit now that I have some sense about me that it's, he's an amazing. But yes, I will say that my favorite part of this issue is the Joe Kubert inks. Yeah. It's just, I don't think he, I don't think he was too heavy handed with it. I think he, it, it definitely looks like Adam Kubert, but you know Papa Joe's inking. Definitely. Yeah,
0: the faces some there are a couple uh Sergeant Rock faces in there for sure. Yeah. I thought. Well,
2: you know, both both QR boys are their father son in in certain aspects. There's definite you can tell the influence, there's no like question whatsoever.
0: Yeah, but it stands out more in this issue than any other, I
2: think. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: But I I I'd say he's he stepped up his storytelling game in this one. You know, maybe wasn't taking as many risks with the layouts that that you liked, but um I thought Oh no,
2: Th- definitely over the course of the series that you know, I think he he grew a lot as an artist and just he well yeah, he wasn't doing the crazy layouts. He saved all those for issue 90. But <laughs> he definitely was was growing as a storyteller and as an artist and it was uh looking back at it was really actually kind of uh really appreciating that seeing that as it goes. Yeah. Again, as it's been stated many times here, I love Adam Kubert, so... Uh,
0: Do you want to jump up to 88? Yes. Deadpool, your least favorite guy in the world.
1: No. But you like this issue. No, I hated this issue.
2: You hated this issue. My favorite issue is... Sean, I can't believe you're skipping 87. I know. Well,
1: I'm getting there. Don't worry. I'm going. I said I'm not... He said
0: eighty-seven is his favorite issue, which is no surprise because Gambit is on the cover.
1: Because this is a sentimental attachment.
0: Ah, sentimental.
1: Yeah, it was the. First... This
0: is the reason we're doing the podcast because we we like the feelings we get when we think about little us reading the X-Men, and this takes Sean back to his. This
1: was the first time I ever rode my bike to the comic book store to buy this issue. I think it was the first comic I ever bought, like with my own money too. Loved it, fucking. Maverick, man. What a badass. And the pages get all glossy and fancy, so they're like, oh yeah. The price and fuck those kids. Oh, oh
2: X-Men Deluxe. Yes, sir. Digital coloring. Everything's got gradients.
1: Fucking showdown in Lowtown is the title of the issue. Wolverine's <laughs> dancing. All of a sudden Maverick shows up, starts shooting people because he wants to do suicide by cop. But suicide by Wolverine and Gambit instead. There's an, oh, there's a survey in the middle of it. I remember filling this out and sending it in. Question number three Do you think Spider Man should stay married or get a divorce from Mary Jane? Do you remember what you answered? I was probably like, fuck Spider Man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, Sean wrote in that he thinks Mary Jane should make a deal with Mephisto.
1: Yeah. Oh, good question. Question number four, Marvel is only publishing one Wolverine title per month. Would you buy two Wolverine titles per month? I'd 32 14. year old Sean is like, fuck you guys.
0: <laughs> just make one good one and be happy.
1: I oh would say my okay. god, which Marvel character would you most like to see get their own 2099 title? Cyber.
2: <laughs> Duh. Gambit, of course. It'd just be page after page of his rotting corpse. It'd be great.
1: No, isn't he alive and isn't he the witness? He's the old creepy old man. Not in twenty ninety nine though. Alright, well. Explain that one to me, science like. <clears throat> Maverick was awesome. I want Don Cardinius. I didn't say it, right? It's fine.
2: We
0: better wrap this
1: up. He's gonna be disappointed. Alright, so uh Deadpool, let's hear it. Don cool. wanted to talk about he wants to pitch his Maverick comic. I'm not gonna pitch it. He's saving that. I love
2: it until you get get incriminating photos of Nick Lowe or something. Then you can say, you know what? These go away. (laughs) Do
1: it. That's true.
0: So you were about to say something nice about that Phalanx cover. No, I
1: was not. Oh. I was about to say that I love the main miniseries, but rereading this without any context, cause I didn't bother reading the issues surrounding it, cause yeah.
0: I only wanted to read The Wolverine. Issues. I didn't have any context reading this. Holy
1: shit. This
0: is, I'll give it this, this is the densest comic book I've ever read. Look at that! You, I, yeah, they, this, there's probably
2: issue what, what are you guys pictures. talking about now? Cause I thought you said the 88. Are, now you're going we'll to
0: 85.
1: 85. Yeah, 85. Around it's it's got this sweet,
0: buddy. uh, holographic strip down
1: the side. Unless you bought the second printing like a chump and it's got a red one. Yeah, and then you're a loser what and we see you. Oh. See that? Way to join love, the late second printing. <laughs> that's me speaking to you from my mansion because I bought 20 of these. <laughs> <laughs> this, this little blank strip on this comic book it's bought me a car
2: that's right I will say that it probably has the most badass cable I've seen probably all time
1: until you read the cable issue which was continued in this and and Steve Scrooge drew that issue Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, this yeah. is, I refer. this was the uh, shoulder pad reference I made
0: earlier, where he's got the giant gun on his right shoulder, his left shoulder.
2: Something. Yeah guys, I wonder if that's influenced me later on in life.
0: More pouches, Don.
2: Yeah. Hey, as long as pouches have a purpose.
1: Yeah. I'm all about pouches. I had my feelings in pouches.
2: No, the giant shoulder mounted gun is just amazing.
1: Fuck yeah, I bought that toy.
2: Own it. Yeah. It's good.
0: No, that's that's how Cable should look. That's what he looks like to me.
1: That is true. He doesn't have
0: any orange on him. That's a slam on current Cable.
1: A big claw hand? Yeah. And a dad.
0: (laughs) Aww. Listen, I don't want to... They're going to work it out, and you'll be sorry you said that.
1: No. Okay. Like, when the only... New character that they've introduced in the past ten years is Hope. I thought it was
0: cool in this episode, or this issue, that uh, you do see Cable flashing back to like his childhood, and he's having memories of Scott and, or no, not Scott, but
1: but Gene. Red and Slim. Red and Slim, right. The great Adventures of Cyclops and Phoenix, written by classy-ass Mr. Scott Lobdell, with art by Gene Ha. What up, art nerds? <laughs> I'll read it someday.
0: Ooh, I shouldn't have admitted that.
1: Yeah, remember? i to hold you to that now, Jerry.
0: Well, I said someday.
2: Guess what we're talking about? We're
0: praying for death. Is that in the list? <laughs> no. Yeah, we decided we're doing a Christmas special. So everybody brace yourself for that. It's going to be awesome.
1: Sorry, other faiths. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just consider yourself loved by us equally, though we enjoy
2: Christmas. I like how in this issue that four of the most, you know, important X-Men characters are saved by Harry (laughs) Tabashaw, a not even secondary Wolverine-supporting character. Yeah.
1: Like, oh, I got a plane. All right, let's get out of here.
0: All I'm saying is
1: uh, continuity. Though a few issues later, I do believe that Wolverine is sitting in the bar in report and Harry Dabishaw thanks him because Xavier bought him a new plane. Boom! Yep. Way to go, Hama. Why did he need a new plane? Did his plane crash too? Probably.
0: Why it,
2: it, it gets damaged in the next issue?
0: Why is Wolverine getting in a plane? Ten issues if later, he had a
1: healing How many things? An adamantium skeleton? I'd be getting. A he plane didn't have
0: plane either of those things. But,
1: Bullshit! He got punched through a refrigerator by Cyber. Up a flight of stairs. <laughs> being Canadian
0: is not a healing factor. That's just being drunk. It's not
2: the same. Public healthcare, man. <laughs> does. can we
1: jump to eighty-eight and discuss how ridiculous Deadpool is? Deadpool's okay. Oh, awesome. no, don't know. Are you a he's, Deadpool? He's better. He's better than Gambit. Ooh, Every I agree
2: he's fucking wily coyote, yes, how awesome is this uh reused jim Lee art through the second and a half of this issue?
1: Wait what tell me more I haven't read this or looked at it. Well, I believe he's uh Don is a uh, knocking the fillin artist who uh F- fabio Laguna yep because clearly Kubert couldn't finish. job. <laughs> <laughs> or he didn't want well, uh, anything to do with Deadpool.
2: <laughs> he drew a really cool Deadpool in the beginning of the issue. Yeah.
1: Oh, the one where he's shown us his vagine? Yep. <laughs> Can you cut that out? Nope. <laughs> Who shoots a gun like that? I'm going to show you my this, asshole as I shoot you. Fashoo, I, fashoo.
0: I think that Stegman has been studying this because there's never been a Spider-Man Commission that Stegman's done, where you don't see s- his taint.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I have, I have to come and say, I have to say this: it's really hard not to draw Spider-Man without taint. I mean, it is. If he just you just draw him there, someone's going to be like, "All right, that was a friggin' ripoff." Have them do something crazy, okay? Which Spider-Man pose do you want? Number two thirty-one or one hundred four? How much taint do you need? <laughs> do you want both legs splayed or just one?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Wolverine doesn't need to do that, why is that?
2: I count
1: three times that Deadpool says hoo ha. Which is... It not just tells
2: you what movie Hama was, was watching at exactly. that
1: time. <laughs> <sighs> oh, oh man.
2: The legendary uh, Larry Hama.
1: And you have a problem with the bone claws theory, okay? But I'm more concerned with the fact that, like, adamantium was this rare as fuck stuff. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like every character, I got fucking adamantium arms. I got an adamantium face. I got an <laughs> adamantium I, face. I, somebody. Don. <laughs> Who's somebody? Who's somebody? Adamantium face. <laughs> uh, truck stop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's, he it's, a, it's, act, like it's a
1: actually
2: carbon I, I've counted oh. it it's carbon danium, so
0: yeah,
2: that kind of goes blows your little theory
1: out the water there Sean I'm sorry so, whose face is faced now and I like the fact that Deadpool in this issue the whole purpose for this issue is because Deadpool can't just let a chick go he's like oh my my girl ran off with cane, so I'm going to track him down oh,
2: if your girl ran off with Kane you wouldn't let it go either
1: because I'd no. be, like, really the guy... With oh, I'm kidding. It. I'm awesome. going me shoot my hand at you. I'm going to be an actor, but I've got a... man He's, like, a worse power man.
0: No, he has adamantium arms. He's got metal arms. I don't know. What?
1: Look at him. He's got metal arms. He's like, I'm Bucky times two. Oh, you're not talking about Deadpool. Who is no, that? No, I'm talking about Kane. Oh, You would Wait. know this if you had stuck with the script and read this. St- I couldn't heads. do it. I'm sorry. Oh, you, but, so this I, is, Don, hang on, this is, I'm gonna announce the commitment that Jerry has to this podcast. He couldn't finish these Wolverine issues. How <laughs> many 90s Guardians of the Galaxy are you gonna read for some other podcast? So far, three fuck pages. You, Jerry, fuck you in your stupid face. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I might run into the same problem, but I will say the, the one, that I've, the two times I've been on that podcast, uh, Whoa. nobody downloads it, and Nobody comments on it. So nobody cares to hear about me.
2: So now you're talking trash about the listenership of that podcast. We see where your loyalties lie, Jerry.
1: You're talking about another podcast. What are you talking about, Don? You don't have anything at stake here? You're
2: talking about your side ass? I have everything at stake (laughs) here. I have bone claws at stake here. (laughs) I have Gambit is horrible at stake here. Oh,
0: my God. The only time I've
2: ever been able to tolerate Gambit is when he's been in Wolverine. And that's just did you like Wolverine? Was there?
0: Did you like him as a kid?
1: No. Not
0: no. when he was a kid, but when you were a kid.
1: No. I don't believe really? that everyone liked Gambit as a kid. Nope. I'm
0: trying to think of another character that was that hot and has become as hated as he is now.
1: Oh, that's because people like. I don't
0: know. He's he's become like Marvel's Aquaman almost. No,
1: because people are just afraid <laughs> to stick up. For yes. What's up. yes. No. no. I mean, I'm
0: Gambit. not saying that I think of him that way, but it just seems like all of a sudden I I thought he was everybody's favorite, and it just seems like everybody kind of piles on though with Gambit.
2: Can and I talk about the one thing we will agree on at the end of all things? As
1: Maverick being awesome. It's true. It is true. I agree with. I you. remember when this issue came out. I immediate or not eighty eight because eighty eight was terrible. But when eighty seven came out, they like right around that time. Toy Biz pushed the Maverick toy and I was like you gotta buy it for me to the folks I was like that's all I want for Christmas is a Maverick toy and they were like what is wrong with you
0: but they were saying that anyway that started
1: yeah yeah that was when they finally gave up on me and they were like put me on the corner trash day got picked up by some other family <sighs> Alright, Maverick's awesome. I want I want to hear, when we shut off the microphones, you can tell me your Maverick pitch. <laughs> it's probably going to be don't pretty want, horrible, but I'm happy with I it. I don't want any of this. David North isn't Maverick in Wolverine Origins. I want the costume. I want the face mask. There was no David
2: North in Wolverine Origins. Wasn't he the little Asian dude? No, they just called him Agent Zero.
1: Wasn't that Maverick? The name. Oh, okay. Was that
2: Deadpool in, in Wolverine Origins? Was that the blob in Wolverine Origins? I thought so. Their excuse for it, the blob was, oh, he got fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, no, not that it's part of his power.
1: It's really tough when the, the number one thing I liked about that movie was Will I Am. <laughs> he was,
2: he <laughs> He was pretty much the one of the least offensive things about that. Like that. I thought Lee Striper did a great job of Sabretooth. He did. He was My biggest my biggest nitpick about that movie was they kept pointing out how the Adamantium was gonna make give him the edge over everybody, which is that's not the case. It's like you clearly don't understand the character if you think the adamantium's the only thing that's gonna give him the edge. over Sabretooth.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, It's when Wolverine... when should have
1: written that movie.
2: Anyone could have probably done a better job. But I think they made up.
0: I don't feel like he's ever had
2: the edge over
0: Sabretooth in a fight.
2: He only has the edge over Sabretooth or, you know, the, the bigger, badder villains when he basically loses his humanity and becomes an animal. And then he just decimates them. If you look back, every time he's, you know... Whooped on Sabretooth with maybe one or two exceptions It's when he's let go, mm-hmm. but he doesn't do that because in the end that's what Sabretooth wants. Back in the, uh, when Wolverine got his adamantium back and he had to fight Sabretooth, who had the adamantium at that point to become the horse, the, to become death for apocalypse, he even states it like he, he's got a, you know, just go, go crazy and end it, cause that's the only way he's gonna beat him. And if you look at the end of the, uh, issue 90, what happens? Sabretooth pushes him to the edge, talking and smack, and then he busts his tooth out, pops that third claw. Boom, done. No adamantium there.
1: Are we glossing right over 89 and going to 90? Cause 90 was amazing.
2: I don't think 89 was really worth, uh, Nah. It had a, it had a callback. gonna to say your, horrible Your things brother's favorite
1: Kitty Pride Wolverine miniseries.
2: Yep, yeah, followed by a, a guy who stole Jim Lee art, so.
1: Plus they were like, hey man, you know what we should do? What'd it be really fucking extreme? Have Ghost Rider show up. <laughs> Good
2: thing he was in that issue of X-Men so that guy could lift that from there.
1: Oh man, done? Really hates Fabio Laguna.
2: Yeah, because he's such a superstar industry now. I gotta be careful what I say about him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he's a human being with feelings. Yeah, you
2: know, I'm sure he had the reasons he did, and it's because he's a horrible person and copied people's art and did so to get a paycheck. That's fine. Trace
1: that deadlines. I don't know. I got nothing. So. Wolverine number 90 was one of my favorite comics of all time when I was a kid. It was amazing. It had, as much as rereading this caused me nausea with the vertical pages, this thing had, like, quadruple fold-out pages. It was
2: kind of insane with the amount of fold-out pages they had. Oh, it was
1: awesome. Look at this shit, Jerry. Wait for
2: it.
0: Whoa. What? Four pages. But, you know, when I see a fold-out like that, I really expect someone to be naked in it and... I'm kind of disappointed. No, it's even
2: better. Well, you're just telling us more about yourself, Jerry, than we really need to know.
1: You need to know this. You need to know. Look at that adult page spread of Wolverine eating some meat. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good-looking steak. Yes. <laughs> <is>. yeah. How- <laughs>
2: Cobble coupled with that 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 awesome uh, midriff shirt he's got on there, he quickly tore the sh- sleeves
1: off. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the perfectly placed hot tub bubbles. Oh, that disappointed you. Got, got a sweatband sure. on his forehead. Yeah, I swear to God, if I walked in, if I was an X Man and I walked in on Wolverine in that outfit in the gym, I'd just be like, I'm not afraid <laughs> of you anymore. You're not tough. So, I Hubble gets I bet in a hot tub.
0: Alone? When Cable gets in a hot tub, he's in there with Domino, but when Wolverine... Did you have a crush on Domino,
1: too? No. No? No. You got something against albinos?
0: No, I dig her now, but back in the day, life felt... I I like my ladies to have a waist of some kind. I I don't date wasps, except for the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant type. Not the insect... Because my wife is the former. That's a
1: good-looking saber tooth. It's a shame. Gosh, that it's I
0: it. Cool. It's a shame I don't date insects. What? Don, we're losing you.
2: What? I'm, I'm just hearing you talk about your weird fetishes. I don't know what's going on I, anymore. Yeah.
1: I'm, <sighs> I got to admit though. As much as I thought this was, like, the craziest thing ever, I was blinded by the fold-out pages when I was a kid. It's a pretty bu- brutal fight, but but I think the Alan Davis and Mutant Massacre has it. There's a lot of torn skin in this. Like, you can tell that's, like, the flavor of the time. It's like, let's cut off part of his face and make it look like ripped-up paper. Look at that look on Sabretooth. Oh, sorry. Radio for three, two. I don't think that's... This is gonna go, this
0: will go on our Facebook page for anybody who wants to look us up on Facebook at Great Expectations. We are a group now and we are now posting photos of the stuff we've talked about for those who don't own the issues and wanna see for themselves.
1: And then there's a sweet suite- Fold-out page of Wolverine with Saber Tooth pressed up against the wall. He's got two of the claws popped, and he's holding hey out old in the God middle love Man kills joke. Victor Creed's giving him the business about what he's gonna do, and I like basically like vaguely. He's like, I'm gonna do unspeakable things to Kitty Pride, Jean Grey, Jubilee, Aurora. Cyclops. Like, oh, you me up! Like, I'm like, what relationship do you think those two have? A really and then I was one. like, I bet you Harry Hama has a time machine, and he's been reading Don's fan fiction.
2: I write it for you, Sean. I just write it for
1: you. Oh, and I enjoy it thoroughly. I'm gonna. What was it that you said earlier? Butterballs or something?
0: Gold balls? Are we talking about
2: that? No, no,
1: you? no. What was the thing? Don's G- buttery G- Jerry has it. You can insert it there. I do like buttery nipples. Yeah. yeah. So. I bust out some Crisco, rub it on myself, think about your fan fiction. <laughs> I got no shame either, Don. It's okay. I
2: so then basically Crisco the nipples.
1: last moment is like Sabretooth scream and do it. And you know what he means. Just play along. Yeah. And then he pops the third claw. Right as the m crystal covers the whole planet and we head off into the Age of Apocalypse. So for four months, you're like, what the fuck is gonna happen to Sabretooth? Is he dead? And then
0: those You Bans- know what happens? He turns into a good guy and he's the best character in all of Age of Apocalypse.
1: No oh, man, that went to Banshee and
0: Quicksilver. Stop. No. What are you
2: talking about? Yeah.
0: Well,
1: those two were great in the Age of Apocalypse. He did, he was a
0: big fan of that. But it was Sabretooth, dude. Come on, he was the best. All they Clearly. did was change Sabretooth's
1: Wolverine's name to Sabretooth. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> Sabretooth was Wolverine in the Age of Apocalypse.
0: And Blink was his jubilee.
1: Yeah. His magic. Can we discuss...
2: How it? dare you? It's completely How different. I... Who's Wildchild? Who's Wildchild then? Is that
1: Gambit? Uh, X-23. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Wildchild served his purpose on X-Factor, don't you? So see, he's better than Gambit, because he served a purpose. No, it's done. We were supposed to team up on Jerry on this one. I don't know how I feel about this. I, I, think, I, I, might have to, I think I might have to pitch a Maverick series. Go for it. We're going to dub you in saying some pretty heinous things if you keep on talking about Gambit that way.
2: I do like buttery nipples. I'm not saying he's useless. I'm just saying he's less than
0: He was useless. useful to um, Mr. Sinister.
1: I like how Jerry is like sitting there and he and <laughs> knows that he wants to tear everything apart because of the bone claws, but he's just like giving up. He's yeah. like, ah. Jerry's
0: giving up on a lot of things. I could have been somebody, but it just was, wasn't meant to be.
1: I don't know what his line of thinking was settling up to me for this podcast. He wanted no, to
2: sit next to someone man. young, full of life, while he drinks his Zimas.
0: <laughs> Those Zimas were good. You were missing out. So there. Well, no no Richard, expiration date.
2: Well, you're a big Richard Lewis fan, so I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of big hair.
2: Uh, we have this has suitably uh, gone down in flames, as expected. Yeah.
0: No, 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 no. This
1: has been good. Yeah. Don't... You guys gotta quit... Fucking talking bad about yourselves. Yeah. This is fine. This is excellent. This, By our standards, this is Emmy Award winning. You read a Len review yet? (laughs) Cut that out. (laughs) Jerry ambushed me. I've been under the impression that Don's a good guy and then he comes in here shit-talking Gambit. I'm going to fucking find you, Don. I'm going to find you. I'll send you my
2: address. I've got it right here. We're gonna exchange cards. If you fight like Gambit, I have nothing to worry about.
1: God. That print I was gonna buy? (laughs) Not anymore. That's fine. (laughs) I'm gonna buy the print. Then you're gonna send it to me.
0: And then he's gonna draw Gambit into it in crayon.
2: That's fine. Once you pay for it, it's all my hands. It's all you, buddy. I'm pretty sure Gene Simmons could take Gambit too, so.
0: Don, is there anything else you wanted to talk about?
2: No, I think, of, think I think I've incriminated
1: myself enough here. Is that good, Johnny? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Do you have a different opinion of me now that we've uh, spoken? No.
2: All right. Good. No, you joined yeah, already. <laughs> All my dreams have come true. The future looks bright.
0: Uh. So, do you have anything in the works that you want to tell us about?
2: Uh, I'm currently working on a creator-owned pitch. With a writer named John Dudley, who uh, will be planning on trying to get it published through someone like Image or Dark Horse or any of the other fine, fine companies that will that will take us. And uh, we can't really say too much about it now because we're about halfway through oh. the issue, but we're starting to get colors in and all that, and it's, it's really exciting. We should have the first issue completed around C2E2, which is mid to late April. And, uh, hopefully, uh, we'll get some bites and, but before then we'll definitely be announcing the name of the title and, and things like that. But for now we're kind of keeping it under wraps until we have more of it done. We don't want to announce it and then, oh yeah, and then in a year you'll see what happens. So
0: <laughs> that sounds like the perfect image book. You can make it. Yeah, but it, if you,
2: uh, but yeah, if, you fo-
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you follow me on, on Twitter, I'll be posting regular updates about it
0: and, and uh, give us your stuff. Twitter handle one more time.
2: At Don Cardenas Art. Bam. Cardinas is C A R D E N A S.
0: And he is a worthy follow. You should check him out. Because we're checking you'll
2: regret, out. You'll regret it immediately, uh, but
0: Nope No, I'm cutting that out. You shut up. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Shut <laughs> it. Jeff Parker did. Yeah. That's right. That nice. You're everybody's favorite uh whatchamacallit. Something good. Monkey. Cat mustache. Cat mustache. The, you've change, all seen the guy with the cat mustache on Twitter. That's Don.
2: And I can't change it because people get upset.
0: Damn straight. Don't you dare.
2: I'm gonna be like 60 and still be using that. Twitter but will be around then. I'm sure.
0: You'll still look 20 with your old ass. All right, Don. We're going to bed together, so you gotta go. This is how we end every podcast.
1: (laughs) Spooning.
2: (laughs) But uh, we thank you for coming. Just set up the video so I can watch.
1: We play the X-Men animated series theme in the background while we spoon. (laughs) (laughs) Because
2: it's action-packed. You should should get the Power Glove version of that. (laughs) There
1: you go. Done and done. Thanks for hanging out, Don.
0: Yeah, Don. Just remember, Thanks. no one loves you more than we love you.
2: <laughs> I think my wife loves me more than you guys.
0: Well, she we love your me wife, Melody, too, but she also does not love you as much as we do, and I will fight her if I have to, despite my love for her.
2: Uh, Mel? Yes. Jerry says he will fight you over who loves me more. Is he aware that I'm part Puerto Rican? I don't know if you caught that, but she wants to know if you're aware she's part Puerto Rican and fond of knives.
0: Well, I'm part gun, so there.
2: Yeah, but you got like no that. bullets, Jerry.
0: Oh, I got bullets. You you don't know about my bullets.
2: <laughs> I don't know if she's got those Deadpool moves. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll hug it out. We'll work it out. It's good. It's good. You, there's plenty of me. I love around. both you
0: guys. That's the point. And Sean, not so much.
2: Well, nobody loves Sean. I need an Albert and LCT. We'll agree that you're the blonde who loves me the most. Hey, there you go.
0: Wait. The baldy who loves you the most.
2: You still got something going on. Yeah. Until it's all gone, then you'll be the baldy.
1: But don't sell yourself again. So, I you say somewhere. Like, now like, all I can envision is your cry He keeps For looking
0: little... down. <laughs> Don, he keeps it dirty. He keeps looking down.
2: Well, if you weren't wearing little boy shorts... You want to keep looking at your crotch.
1: Fair enough.
0: Alright folks, so tune in next Christ time. Of
1: generation
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's that?
1: Well, I mean like seriously. The little boy shorts? Well, Bill they, Lambeer
0: was my lesson, hero growing up. If you
1: follow Don <laughs> or any of the people that we follow on Twitter, it seems like there's just an enormous amount of let's talk about each other's dick jokes. Yeah. And it's like, I try sometimes like I find myself doing that and I'm just like, my grandfather do this? Were him and his buddies sitting yes. around, and they were like, oh, I can't wait till I get to fucking rub up against Frank. That's going to be awesome.
0: <laughs> well, you tell me all these stories about your grandpa being in the Navy, so I fully
2: expect that Air they Force. had those same stories. Air Force.
1: Same it, it's, story. It's, Have I ever talked about my grandparents? No.
2: Sean, it's okay. it's okay if you're not confident enough to, to make those jokes.
1: Oh, I make them all the time. I'm totally confident. <laughs> now I'm coming to Chicago. <laughs> Look out, Mrs. Cardenas. That's right.
0: Don't, I, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. He's very protective of his wife. Right? She's about son. to get a lot more sexual just to prove how confident I am. <laughs> if that's what we have to do. Watch out, we'll future do. guests. That's right.
0: You're gonna run the gauntlet on this show. Yeah. And by gauntlet, I mean...
2: I do like buttery nipples.
1: Yeah.
0: Holy shit. Thank um, you, Don.
2: Right, Thanks, guys, Don. Thank you. you guys look at the We will s-
0: see you on the internet, buddy.
2: See ya. Bye.
0: Everybody on my side is gonna be like, what the fuck, he didn't fight at all. He just, <laughs> he just bent over and took it.
1: Oh, pussy, they just jammed <laughs> that bone <bump laughs> ball right up his ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I know that I'm not the favorite on the show, so. That's, why
1: do you do that? That makes me uncomfortable. Everyone likes you more. I'm the asshole. Yeah. I'm misunderstood. Guys, guys, you're neither you, of you are
2: the favorites. People appreciate
0: yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, whoa! Everybody, slow your roll. Nobody likes anybody on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Sean said he did want to go over to your house (laughs) so he could shove these issues up
1: your ass. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I did say that.
0: I was all about it. I had train tickets.